Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi. Welcome to episode 20 of Conversations with Nilu. Uh, this is going to be another solo podcast with just myself. Um. So far, I have been on a road trip from San Diego, California, to Austin, Texas, and along this journey, I really didn't know what to expect uh, of myself, of how I was going to feel about the whole trip, about hurdles that I may face, and people that I may meet. (laughs) Um, It's been quite an interesting journey, and I think I'll cherish it for the rest of my life. Um... So far, my take on the environments that I've noticed and observed along my, you could say, car ride, I've truly witnessed the remarkable nature all around me as I crisscross through different areas across the states. So, for example, when I was in, um, of course, you know, starting off in the southwest to begin with most of southwest is pretty warm and dry uh, at least for the most part so you see a lot of uh, desert you see a lot of flora and fauna that are more adapted to the dry weather such as various kinds of uh, cacti Um, what I will say is There were many instances I found myself being all alone on the highway with no one behind me, no one ahead of me. For some reason, that just felt very exhilarating. I mean, in a good way. And I truly admired the beautiful desert. I mean, I never thought that I would find a desert beautiful, but I did. I mean, just observing all the different cacti. I mean, if you look at it from a distance, they kind of look like plant people all the cactuses, they look like plant people, like they have two arms and you're just coming out of the ground, like any moment they're going to start moving. Um, The mountains, the mountains, even though they were dry, the colors, it was like looking at art. It was amazing. Um, I passed through two towns in Arizona, uh, I mean a lot of towns in Arizona, I had to go through uh, Arizona. Uh, Scottsdale was a place that into uh, and I stayed there for a night it was really nice I really do enjoy the dry warm weather Uh, 
I was born, so I was born in southern India, uh, which is very close to the equator. So I love the heat. And that is my theory, that I may be genetically inclined to love the heat. Because I, I was born there, and you know, friends in my family as well. Um, and I was raised there for 10 years of my life. So I think um, warmth and heat is my preference. Now, as I go through this conversation, it may seem like maybe I'm sharing stories that are personally focused. I'm not necessarily doing that to, or my intention is not coming from a selfish place. Um, I end up having these kind of conversations and sharing, sharing these stories with people in my life, uh, whether it be strangers, friends, family. I would just like to be able to share my thoughts and my experiences with whoever you know wants to listen and is, is interested. How I see this benefiting you as a listener is maybe if you have never encountered any of these places in the U.S. or you've never encountered what it's like to be go on this road trip, um, well kind of know, <laughs> you know, from, from what I've been through it and what I'm sharing with you along my journey, um, it is, I, I realize I'm sort of an outlier. Uh, there are many solo female travelers out there, of course, but, you know, I, I did finally reach my destination, Austin, uh, which has been amazing so far, by the way. I did not know what to expect, but, um, it's, it's been such a different experience than, than San Diego and California. I still have my love for California, don't get me wrong, I don't think that'll ever go away. But I am truly appreciating Austin and Texas in general. Uh, I also appreciate Albuquerque. I, I did stay in the city for, for a night or two and definitely love the vibes in Albuquerque as well. Uh, I really also wanted to visit Area 51, which is Roswell, but um, I decided not to take a solo trip down there and just focus on getting to my destination, but this was recommended to me by one of my mentors. <laughs> and another place that another uh, stranger recommended to me was White Sands, which is also located in New Mexico, and I looked at the pictures, it looks beautiful. It's just like this desert-like image, but it's just white sand. I don't know how many acres it covers, but it just looks beautiful in the pictures, and I definitely have it in my bucket list to, you know, drive to at some point once I'm settled in in Austin. Um, yeah, you know, it's been an incredible journey so far, and, um, I am currently situated in this place, this accommodation that I found, um, and it really surprised me. I mean, I, I didn't know what to expect. What, one of the things that I found out about talking to the people in this house is the host has, you know, turned it into a communal space where he can share spare rooms that he has with travelers that are passerbys or, or, or need accommodation for a day or two or longer. And one of the things he said that kind of surprised me um, which kind of gave me awareness about myself and making this decision to do a solo road trip. As he said, I don't know how long he's uh, 
uh, done the accommodation for in his house, but he said that he's never ever had a female traveler pass her by in that house, that I, I would be the first one. And that surprised me. That surprised me because, uh, I don't know, it, it just brought awareness of my decision to do this and how, you know, it was a risky one, or it is a risky one. But it also made me aware of um, <laughs> the fact that not a lot of people are making this decision, or not, not a lot of people, uh, females, are making this decision. And um, I feel kind of good about it, <laughs> just because it makes me think that I am doing something unique. Um, I've been pretty skeptical throughout this trip, right? Like, the voice in my head, like, oh, why do this? Why, why take the risk? You know, just don't, don't keep following the intuition. <laughs> um, but I, I'm glad that I've had to make some tough decisions. <laughs> to be on this road trip, and I'm glad I made a decision to do so. Um, I, I feel the world looks at a woman doing things on her own and sees it as something suspicious or something's wrong with the women. Like, why Why would you do it by yourself? Why aren't you with another person? Or why aren't you with a partner or a husband doing it? Um, and for example, I was looking into some real estate and a common question that I noticed that these real estate uh, estate agents ask is, hey, do you plan to uh, make the investment or purchase with a partner, spouse, you know, how are you doing this? And I usually, I mean, of course, I'm doing it on my own. And they, right off of that response, usually the um, vibe I get from them is, oh, that's strange. You're a woman and you're purchasing this thing by yourself, I could be, maybe, it's my misconception, mis uh, but, you know, this, this is the kind of vibe that I'm getting from people, um, and maybe that needs to change in our world, uh, maybe we need to encourage females to not be afraid to do things on their own, and own their life, and create their own destiny, and what they want to do, sure, it can be risky, but everything is risky at the end of the day, um, I mean, why not? <laughs> I think we need to normalize that. And I understand it's hard, it's not easy for females to do that everywhere around the world. I, I am grateful. I'm grateful that I have some freedom here in the U.S. where I can make those decisions for myself. But I think we need to set a, st <laughs> we need to set a tone where we can empower more women to take ownership of their lives and they don't need to be seen as, you know, partnered with someone or need to have a husband to go out <laughs> and do these things. Um, and, you know, the perspective that I'm sharing has also been my own experience with my own culture with my own culture, and what is expected. And, of course, I'm not saying, like, everyone in my culture is like that, but some, some people are more traditional and they have a traditional way of thinking, you know, which is okay to each his own. Um live and let live <laughs> so yeah 
uh, one of the things I am working on along this path, and you know, despite me doing this, is definitely self-mastery. That's been quite a challenge for me. Uh, among other things that I'm working on in, in, at the level of personal development, and I see the realm of growth and personal development as a never-ending, as you know, there, there is really no um, ceiling to it. It's just a lifelong process you just go through, go through where there's always something new to learn. There's always something to improve within yourself, uh, whether that be the, at an emotional level, personal level, intelligent level, or learning a new language. Just like it's it's endless, and there's so much to discover about the world and our existence. Um. So here I am. I mean. I feel I've been I've been working on this journey <laughs> for a while. Um, there's this concept I came across from listening to other people share their stories. There's this concept of um, the invisible thread. It's this idea that when we get born or when we come into this world, something has us. Something has us from the other side. It's called the invisible thread, which sets us on on our own journey which is you know kind of our destination uh it's not that we don't have control over it it's just you know things are set to happen a certain way and things sometimes happen for you um and you know all these other ideas of karma and your own character and you have the power to shape your environment but there's just there are things that are bigger than you at play i do believe that I've tried to sway away from that belief and I don't think I can at this point with everything that I've seen and all the experiences that I've that I have there's something definitely bigger than all of us um, <laughs> and that's what gives me the strength to be on this journey because when I know there's something bigger than me <laughs> I, I'd like to think in a, in a sense it's guiding me maybe you know I'm supposed to I'm supposed to just take these risks and and go on this journey and it's supposed to be a meaningful (laughs) story, hopefully. And so far, I mean, it it has been quite meaningful. Um, I just know that tomorrow is not promised. Anything could happen. I try to approach it with that mindset as well. So when I think about it and when I keep reminding myself that <laughs> tomorrow is not promised, it's the one thing, I guess, that gives me the strength to, to take these risks, to do things on my own. And I have been like this even, you know, before I embarked in the psychedelic world. I mean, before it, I even got touched by it, I, I, I've carried this direction within me is when I wanted to do something and I didn't have anyone to do it with, I would just go do it on my own, whether I wanted to go to a concert or whether I wanted to go to a new town <laughs> because I found something interesting about it, I would just go do it, not wait around for someone to be there with me. And I think I've gotten so accustomed to venturing and being on my own that I take it up a notch. <laughs> Um, it doesn't mean that I'm not scared, I don't get nervous, it's just that 
I just do it despite feeling that way. <laughs> because, and even, even more so now, uh, I have a tattoo on my forearm. Um, and for some of my friends that know me, you have probably seen some of my tattoos. Uh, I have a tattoo on my left forearm. It's called Memento Mori. I think um, it, it means tomorrow is not promised. And my, pardon me, uh, in, in terms of not remembering what language that is derived from, it could be either probably Greek or Latin, but I uh, have been a proponent of um, stoicism, you know, something that I came across, the idea that I came across, and I, I just, it's just resonated so much with me in terms of, um, you know, a mental model or guidance that I, that I could instill in my life, in my mind. And Memento Mori is one of those ideas propagated by Stoicism. Uh, and I tattooed it because I wanted it to be a reminder that tomorrow is not promised. <laughs> um, and sometimes I forget I have that tattoo. But I think it, it, it's, um, I would say that message is tattooed uh, in my mental, for sure. <laughs> so, in a, in a sense, I always feel this urgency that if I were to die any moment, I don't want to have this regret that I did not do the things I wanted to do, that I let my fear of being alone stand in the way or let the fear of being judged just I'm not sharing this because or to encourage you to necessarily go out and do it the way I'm doing it I'm just kind of following my own expression and <laughs> my own inner compass but I would say we all have demons just don't let those demons get in the way of you pursuing what you want in life I know it's easier said than done, <laughs> and it definitely is, but it's just, you know, it's about taking baby steps, it's about taking, making any progress, uh, even if it's small, I think it's paramount. So I, I wish you well on your journey, whatever your journey is, and I hope Whoever is listening to this or not listening to this, all your dreams come true. Because <laughs> we all deserve it. The homeless guy on the streets deserves it. Um, the random people across the world, we all deserve it. <laughs> and our, our world is not set up for that right now, but you know, we can dream and we can hope, and that is still a powerful thing. And with that said, I will end the episode here. Catch you all on the next one. Take care.